the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Talk radio was on. Afternoons on the score. Bounce to Terry. Oh, nice little ball fake and the reverse. Put it in reverse, Terry. Back it up, Terry. Put it in reverse. Position in 15 minutes, Peter King in 45. Two big picture Bulls thoughts as relates to last night's game. And, okay. And um, the first is on Io DeSumo, that performance and his ability, um, his development is exactly why you could have traded Alex Caruso for a lot. The two ones that we heard about that Adrian Wojnarowski said were out there for him. Yeah. And you wouldn't have damaged your chances of competing this year nearly as much as you think. Like, Oh, I, that's interesting. I like Caruso a lot. I love the way he plays. It, and I absolutely love what he would do and what he would be in the playoffs. And so you could you could say, you know, it speaks the way he plays in the playoffs. It's going to come back. But like... Javon Carter is not playing, and that's a story, and I think a lot of that guy. Io is clearly potentially, you know, going to continue to develop and be something, and what he's done is is incredible. To do nothing. It's part of why I was going crazy at the fact that they did nothing. Yeah, I, I can't – listen, I love Io. I can't get there with you. You can't get there with me? Uh, hey, what, what's c- the c- difference? Because C- Caruso is better than Io. Uh, okay, but what and is the difference? I- uh, Caruso and Io minutes versus Io and Javon Carter minutes to a team that is going to be like the seven seed at best. Uh, well, okay, that part's different, though. Like, I don't think this team is going anywhere with Caruso, so going anywhere without Caruso, I was in favor of the teardown also. but. To say they have the same chances at getting the seven seed without Alex Caruso when we would all acknowledge that whatever team would have traded for him would have a better shot at winning the NBA Finals. Because they have better stars, and he would be a piece that is exactly what they need. This is a team without stars. But I, but I think he makes any team he's on better. Whether he's playing, whether he's playing next to KD and Booker and Beal, or he's playing next to DeRozan and Vooch, he makes any team better. But this team just beat Atlanta. That's a prime playoff opponent at their place last night without him and Io doing that. I, I, I know, but again, like I think sometimes we fall for regular season results and say, well, if it could, if it happened in the regular season, it could happen in the playoffs, and it's one game as opposed to a playoff series, and. Atlanta is uniquely terrible at defense. Some of the games, and including last night, but in in some of the games and the point totals and the over-unders that have been involved in Atlanta Hawks basketball games this Mm -hmm. year, they just don't try on that end of the floor. Like, I I don't think that, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that in a seven-game series against the Boston Celtics, Alex Caruso and Io DeSumo are having the same level of impact in production. I think that Caruso in a series against the Celtics is more mature, more uh-huh. experienced, more ready to make an impact against that caliber of an opponent. I hear you. In, and, in, a, in a big that I don't think Io is on that level. I think that that is absolutely true. But I think when you consider what the ceiling is for this season and what you're trying to do and what you are saying that you want to remain competitive, you still could have gotten much more 
Um, you still could have gotten a lot for Caruso and not really changed what the ceiling and the possibilities are in the big picture. And that's a missed opportunity for an organization that hasn't traded anybody since 2021. All right, so that's the negative uh, okay. thing that I wanted to bring out. But the other thing, the bigger picture thing to me is, hey, man, and you hinted at it at the beginning of, of your IO take moments ago. It's like the other day and the passing on the trade deadline and even what I just said about my frustration with the passing on the trade deadline, that is big picture stuff. That is a bad GM day the other day or at least a, a day to be critical of the GM. But now we're here for this stretch of games choosing to enjoy and exult in, an, in a performance like last night and watch it as an entertainment product and root. And, and Root, even if you disagree yeah. with the big picture and with the choices, I think this bunch on the floor is pretty easy to root for, and it's fun to watch them and root for them. And I'm looking forward to it for the rest of the season and whatever play-in games they have and if they get through to a series. I Listen, I agree with you. I, I don't root against the Bulls. Like, I can root against the Bears because they're in, like, in a situation like that because – you lose, you get a better draft pick. You win, you get a worse draft pick. And it's it correlated directly towards record. So, you know, two years ago, the lose-out crowd, I, I had no problem, no moral qualms with it, none of that stuff. This year, they were winning, and uh, it, was about the, it was about the Panthers pick. So I had no problems with it. Um, for the Bulls, it's like, okay, they're not Detroit or San Antonio. They're, they're not going to have the best chances in the lottery. And the lottery odds have flattened, and it's a lottery, and so yeah, you may as well be rooting for your entertainment. Like I'm, I'm not 100 percent yet, but I, I might be going to the game next Thursday against Boston. I'm for sure going March 1st against the Bucks. Like I, I'm gonna probably go to three Bulls games the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I'll be cheering. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'll be, I'll be rooting for them. It's fun. Uh, it, it's fun to give in and allow them to be a relevant entertainment source, even though you are frustrated at the top end I, ceiling possibilities. Yeah. And I've never had a problem giving in to that. Like to, to, you, you get in the building, you're watching NBA basketball. I love the NBA. I love the bulls. I, I always first screen last night. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Ma- ma- main screen. I mean, nothing else on sports. Like, uh, but yeah, it's, it was entertaining. They are likable. Uh, I, but I didn't. I don't have a problem with Zach, like, like like a lot of people do. You know what I mean? I don't really find them much less likable with Zach Levine. I know I'm in the extreme minority. Yeah, I, f- on- I find it, I find them less likable because of the the style with with which he plays. But he's been trying to play he in has. their style. Now, obviously, we're not going to see him the rest of the way. But when he came back from that injury, he was trying almost to a fault uh, to fit into to this style of play. So mm-hmm. I just. The likability and like who I want to win has never been the issue. The issue has been, are they lying to themselves? Are they selling me a box of goods because they want me to, they want me to believe that this is going anywhere. If you just want to say, Hey man, come out to the United center. It's a great product. Mm-hmm. And so occasionally we can beat a good team and we're always going to play hard because we got yeah. some likable dudes and professionals. That's not really what I'm here for. I understand. I'll, what the, I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll watch it if that's all you're offering me because I love basketball and the NBA. Yeah. But you've got me either way. Yeah. See, I'd, ra- I'd rather you be building towards something sustainable. I understand. I understand. I, I allow myself that feeling of relief of like, you know what? I'm not going to. I enjoy not thinking about the big picture right now. And let's just watch a game and root for a team and enjoy it. Texter says, Speaks, your thinking is exactly what allows Reinsdorf to run the Bulls the way they do. I think a lot of people feel that way. 
I think a lot, honestly, man, they, I hear you, but you're not, you're not going to change their bulls. Michael Jordan was here. It's a people coming from out of town. Hey, the bulls in town. I want to go. It's kind of like Wrigley in that way. It's a, it's a great basketball city. There's a lot of bulls fans. The suites aren't all filled every night, but they're number one in attendance. Whether we like it or not, mm-hmm. it's a great basketball city. It's a great basketball fan base. It's a global brand, so they have that built in. It, it, it'll it allows them to do the business how they do it. Yeah, it really is. We are going to try to figure out if we can come to an agreement on the biggest needs for Ryan Bowles, and then we'll try to say this will be a free agent thing, and this will be a draft thing, and this will be a this round thing, and we're going to see if Spiegel and I can. As if we are Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham working through our offseason checklist of what the Bears need and what resources to allocate to that need. Who's more handsome, Poles or, or Cunningham? I think it's Cunningham. I think it's Ian. Well, listen, Poles is the boss, so I'll be Poles and you can be Cunningham. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, it's Parkinson speaking. Makes you feel